What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I lead marketing at The Juice. Excited for this one today. I'm joined by Margarita, who's a content lead at SEMrush. We're talking about how to integrate content into your campaigns. She wrote a piece on content distribution at the end of last year that got my attention. So I wanted to bring her on to talk about how we should be thinking about getting content in our campaigns moving forward. A lot to unpack here. If you like what I'm doing, follow, subscribe, all the buttons. Subscribe to our newsletter, would you? Link is in the show notes. We'd love to have you join the party. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. Excited about this discussion and topic. We are going to be talking about how to integrate the right content into your campaigns. I know identifying opportunities to maximize content, making sure that it's integrated with your demand gen programs and all that fun stuff is uh, definitely a priority for many of you out there. I am joined today by Margarita, who is the content marketing lead at SEMrush. She wrote a piece on content distribution that caught my attention. We had a chat and we figured, you know what, this might be a good topic to unpack on an episode. So that's what we're doing. Uh, without further ado, Margarita, welcome. How are you doing? Hi. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Maybe we start here. I know uh, you work for a company that's got a pretty strong brand identity and recognition. Maybe chat a little bit about just for anyone who might not know who Sem Rush is or what you all do, maybe just kind of give the brief overview. Right, sure. Well, um, SEMrush is a competitive intelligence platform. So, you know, we have uh, multiple solutions for growing organically, for SEO, for analyzing your competition, uh, and for content marketing uh, as well. So it's basically a full-scale tool that you can use for different channels, you know, uh, whether you want to rank higher on Google, you want to see what your competitors are doing, or you want to, you know, create better content, analyze your existing content, or you want to act, or even grow on social media. So all kind of things uh, that have to do with your online presence with this like biggest focus on, on the competitive intelligence. I would say you all are probably doing a pretty good job because it seems like whenever I am searching uh, either the juice or Google for content, your stuff is always popping up. And that was one of the reasons why I, I wanted to chat with you today. So I stumbled across uh, a piece that you wrote and I was searching for articles and topics on content distribution because it's a topic that we chat a lot about. And I'm always trying to get educated on how other people are communicating about it. And the, the piece was, and we'll link it um, in the show notes, but was the 2023 guide to content distribution. Maybe we start here just as the backdrop, you know, we're going to be talking about integrating content into campaigns, but let's talk specifically about that piece. Maybe share a little bit about why you decided to kind of write this piece and maybe some of what you learned along the way of publishing it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of why we did it and obviously putting the SEO and marketing metrics aside, <laughs> uh, well, we we created it, you know, because I feel like uh, the topic of distribution and promotion and content marketing sometimes it's, it's overlooked. I would say in reality, it's one of the biggest struggles in the industry and especially for small businesses and startups. So imagine that if you're just starting, you won't probably have the domain authority to instantly rank high on Google or massive budgets on, on uh, to run ads. But even for bigger businesses, it's true, you know, given how much 
content is being produced every day, it's very hard to get through and get noticed. The bottom line is it's very important to understand, you know, what different options you have and what and consider the mix of various, various platforms and various channels for distributing your content and repurposing it and reaching various audiences uh, at different stages of their buyer journey. So basically, I think this blog post sort of summarizes the most fundamental uh, things that you need to know and, you know, about uh, your own paid and earned channels provide some examples. Yeah. And I, I think later today we can talk about, you know, how those different channels work and how you can combine them if you do something like a content marketing campaign. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that. I Maybe I'm just curious, you wrote this piece. I'm sure there was, you know, some research investigation, your own personal use case that went into it. I'd love to learn maybe how you all think about content distribution. Does it vary across teams or is it is there a someone who's responsible for it? Uh, is there a function? Maybe talk a little bit about that. Right. So, um, of course, uh, Samraj being uh, a very a big and a very marketing driven company, you know, we pretty much do our best to tap into all possible channels across like owned uh, channels, such as, you know, our blog, organic social media, paid like sponsored media and ads and our channels, such as working with industry thought leaders. Yeah. And we have, I mean, we have different teams that let's say we have each team that is responsible for uh, a specific uh, direction, you know, specific platforms and channels. But um, we also have, you know, different teams that work on different products. And within those teams, we also have specialists that would focus on one thing or another. For example, we attribute a lot of importance to working with earned channels and, for example, with uh, influencers and thought leaders. And our small marketing team where I work for our specific product, we do have an influencer lead you know, who's really amazing and she helps us basically both fuel our content with expert insights to make it more valuable and then distribute it organically. So yeah, we we basically, we pretty much, depending on the product and the intended audience and the use case and whatnot, we always think of uh, the ideal mix. And then, you know, we have those specialized teams that work with each of those, um, each of those directions. And um, yeah, I would say we also do pay a lot of attention to measuring performance. So I think like the most important element is our ability to analyze how different channels and different assets on those channels performed historically in the past. And then we also like we continuously analyze this performance and we try to make assumptions and decisions based on this. So, you know, if we are Let's say we, I think we're quite good at running those so-called integrating content-driven campaigns. Uh, some of them, those are like go annually. And then every year, like or every period of time, we would go back and see which channels perform better and adjust um, the channel mix accordingly. I love it. Before we move on to integrated campaigns and defining them and how content fits in, I'd love to learn because I know people's ears perked up when you mentioned it, I'd love to know any insider information you can share about how you all are engaging with influencers. Like how do you decide who the right person is? What does that communication kind of look like? And then what is what is the ideal influencer campaign? Because I think we all draw inspiration from what we see in B2C, but it's I think it, the trend is catching on more and more in B2B. And I'd love for you to share anything that you've all learned on kind of what's worked. Right. Yeah, I would say influencers or thought leaders, 
our experts. And I'm saying this, you know, because it's not all, you know, it's not always about going after someone who has a very large following. In our case, it's also because, I mean, for me as a content marketing person, you know, the first and the most important use case here is to go to those experts. They cannot, they might not even be influencers sometimes, but, you know, people who have this hands-on experience in the industry, something that, you know, something they could share, you would never learn anywhere else. And we work with those people to get insights for our content. And I would say it's a very ongoing process. So for, you know, let's say uh, to give an example, we did a series of blog posts on content marketing in different niches, you know, in different industries like e-commerce, healthcare, real estate. And those pieces of content, they were, I would say, entirely driven by us reaching out to experts in the industry and, you know, talking with them and then putting together this content. So it's, you know, the first thing is it's always there. I mean, whatever content we create, we try where possible to engage uh, people in the industry to make it more unique and, you know, more hands-on because the more real life experience you put there, the more value uh, the reader can get. And then obviously, you know, the more the other very important part is distribution and here as well. Well, we have, I would say, again, thanks to us having our, and I mean, I'm talking about my team specifically, uh, having our influencer lead. Uh, so I would say over years, she has been nurturing, you know, relationships with people in the community. And it's, I wouldn't say it's not something like sometimes we would, you know, we would just go and search for someone, but there is already a big community of people who know us, you know, who know her, who are happy to work with us. And, you know, we are constantly interacting with them, constantly involving them in contributing to content and then promoting it uh, with us. And in terms of like selecting the right people, I would say, depending on your goals, if you're really looking for some niche expertise on the topic, then I would say looking for this niche expertise should be the number one priority. You know, if it's a bigger campaign where you want to involve, you know, more media, like more attention, like more higher reach, you should obviously, of course, also look at, well, at their following um, and, and the engagement, but also always thinking about whether, you know, those people, their values and like things that they talk about, they like they're consistent with what, your brand is talking about, you know, so you are aligned in terms of, yeah, your value and what you, uh, the things that you believe in. Um, and yeah, basically it's always a mix, you know, finding the people who have a nice engaged audience, who have a deep expertise in the topic and who are aligned with your values and your approach to whatever topic you're working on. And then again, depending on your project, you could, let's say, prioritize one thing over another, but this mix, uh, it should be there. And then eventually, yeah, it's very important to nurture those relationships, you know, instead of just doing like random outreaches every time trying to get those people engaged along the process. For example, last year we published the uh, uh, 100 content marketing influencers list according to Semrush. And those are, you know, we had a specific methodology and then some of those people were someone we already were working a lot with. Some people were new, but, you know, doing this list kind of opened us the opportunities to, again, to deepen our relationships even more and create this kind of this sense of a community, you know, of like-minded professionals, experts who, well, who have a similar approach to content marketing and, you know, who are really educating people and have something unique and valuable to say. 
I love how you said that it's not always just about the volume of individual. I think that's so important. And I'll just share this with guests. The fact that you all have a dedicated resources to this is a signal to, I think, everyone uh, how important this trend is going to be and going to continue. And again, agree, couldn't agree more on just not treating these relationships as transactions, but you mentioned nurture several times. And I think if we're all trying to maximize those relationships, it takes several touch points and an ongoing cadence of communication. So appreciate you sharing a little bit about how you're thinking about influencers and thought leaders. Let's get over to kind of the topic. So uh, we're at this point right now going into 2023, which is insane to even think about the <laughs> fact that the, the fact that yes. we're, we're, we're getting asked by our, our boss and our boss's boss questions like, what's the ROI of our content program? Everyone, I think content marketers are feeling this right now. It's like, they're being asked questions more than ever before. And then there's this idea, like as companies maybe are trying to figure out their resources and allocations, like, hey, let's maybe take some away from content and put it over in demand gen, which I think you can probably attest to and I'll attest to this. That's not a good idea. So I think this is the idea of how do we integrate our content and the things that we're working on to help build our brand into those cadences in those campaigns that will then go drive, you know, the right conversations that will lead to pipeline for our sales team. So we chatted, you know, before this, but I'd love for you to maybe kind of share with the audience, you know, defining integrated campaigns, like how are you all thinking about it? And and then how is content fit into those campaigns? Sure. And yeah, I mean, to your point, it's true, you know, Separating content from other things doesn't make sense because other things are usually filled by content as well. You know, whether you have a dimension or you have an ad campaign or whatever, you need content and valuable content, you know, beyond just simply ads and landing pages that, you know, that can fuel those campaigns and channels. And as for integrated campaigns, I mean, integrating campaigns per se, uh, it's, well, any campaign that combines multiple channels to share a specific and consistent message to your audience. And I would say um, in our team and at SEMrush in general, we had quite some success uh, at designing such campaigns around one central piece of content or, you know, multiple pieces of content. But basically, you know, having something available piece of content at the center, uh, which was then repurposed into other content pieces adapted for various channels and then uh, distributed uh, across those multiple channels. Yeah, this way we could first, on the one hand, benefit from repurposing, you know, uh, getting this one big piece of content or like a series of them and adapting them to different channels. But then we could also build a journey on the one hand, tapping into different channels and, you know, uh, reaching out to people on those different channels, but also creating a journey in terms of how uh, we think uh, people could move from one point to another and gain led by different content in this journey. And well, I want to touch projects that I was personally working on, and I'm actually working on it right now again, uh, because it's an annual campaign. It's our state of content marketing report. So the way the way it works is, first of all, we created data-driven reports that combines various types of research. In our case, 
we are doing service with our customers, we, we're analyzing our own data from the product and so on and so forth. And again, I think this is uh, something that everyone is capable of doing. You know, you even if you're not um, a, let's say, a data company like we are, there are ways you can, you know, you can run research and without um, massive budgets. For example, again, you can always run service with your followers or like your contacts in your CRM. Or there were great examples of companies like REI, uh, this website for outdoor uh, gear. Well, what they do is they have their own employees they that test different products uh, in real life settings, and then they come up with findings. So, you know, there are different ways you can get creative and like put together some resource-driven content. So this was the first step for us, putting together this report. And then we repurposed it into multiple organic content pieces to share on own, on own channels. Uh, such as multiple blog posts. Let's say every part of the report becomes a single blog post, which can rank for a specific keyword, driving organic traffic, you know, helping you rank, but then also driving this traffic back to the page with the report. Obviously, social media posts in various formats because there are so many ways you can, you know, you can play around with uh, data and findings and whatnot from this report. But also we, of course, uh, promoted it like in different various formats across paid channels. Again, looking at performance and which channels perform best or worse. Let's say, for example, we found out that the sponsored media, you know, where you have sponsored articles and that sort of thing worked really well with this type of content. And then again, we also actively engage industry influencers who are who are both contribute to the report. Uh, as our like, special guests who talk about quantum marketing trends and like speak on the webinar that comes after the report to promote it. Uh, but then it also helped us increase our reach. And finally, all these data findings and, and whatnot um, are super useful to explore the PR channel. And then, of course, uh, so all this happens at the attract stage. And then you have this gated, in our case, you know, the gated piece of content after which, well, there the nurturing process starts. And then we have more content to nurture um, leads for coming in the pipeline and, you know, both content for, let's say, email tracks and whatnot, like free tools and that sort of thing, but also content for the demand gen teams uh, who can then, you know, who can then talk with people and see whether they're interested. Um, and I would say, uh, for our team specifically, this is, uh, well, the main and one of the most successful campaigns, and that, which is why, I mean, we keep doing it every year. And I think, yeah, I, it works quite well because you can trans, you can translate this message of yours uh, and share this highly valuable content across multiple channels. And then you attract people exactly by sharing useful and valuable content. So it's, you know, it's naturally easier to get them in the pipeline. And eventually you also benefit a lot from repurposing because, you know, you again, you don't need to create a lot of content from scratch. You already have this, you know, this one story about this campaign, this and all this connected content. So you just need to think of how it fits into different channels and stages. And then again, and you have in this thing can go on for months. And I feel like sometimes it could be more effective than just, you know, uh, releasing random pieces of content that are not necessarily connected to one another, simply because one, it's, you know, it's easier to tell the story and to engage people, but it's also easier to design this, this conversion journey. I love it. And I, that is uh, certainly something that I see on an annual basis. So not surprised that it's working and you all continue to work 
work together to produce it and then distribute it. A lot of what you just said involves cross-functional collaboration. And I think anyone out there listening, you know, there are people working across function, people working across teams, everyone's kind of situation varies, but I'd love, you know, as we're kind of moving into this mode of trying to align content, demand gen, and trying to figure out how to effectively kind of work together, I'd love for you to maybe share any tips or tricks or ways, approaches that you all have found successful to kind of align cross-functional collaboration when it comes to these integrated campaigns? Like, how are you all working together across functions? All right. Well, I mean, obviously, and I think, you know, it depends because like for on the size of the company, for SEMrush, it's obviously, you know, we have many, many different focus teams. And I think it's very important in this case to have, well, first of all, planning, right? To have a specific high level and then more like detailed plan for whatever you are going to do and making sure everyone is aware about it in advance. I think, yeah, I mean, something that we definitely learned over years doing this is, yeah, it's it's just important to engage everyone as early as you can, you know, not only just saying, okay, we will need this or that, but explaining the idea, you know, why we are doing this, what is the reason, like what is the value for the customer, what is the value for the company, And then, yeah, I mean, have clear plans on what you're going to do and what you're going to need and when. And then also, yeah, also thinking of exactly like how different things, uh, different teams can both help you and participate, but also benefit from from this campaign. Uh, So let's say, while speaking of demand gen, you know, let's say if you have a sales team and you would not necessarily think of them uh, to get them involved, right? But maybe there are ways you could actually do that. Starting at the production stage, let's say, do you think maybe you could go to those customer-facing teams and learn from them, like whether there are any customer questions or pain points that you're not aware of, but you could address in this content? Because, you know, they talk to those people that they would sometimes know better. And then you could also think of how can you let's say if it's a gated piece of content, how can you improve? Uh, how can you make sure that once the leads are in the pipeline, you know, that they they get nurtured appropriately? And again, here you need to make sure uh, that those people are aware of this campaign, that they know what's in there. You know, if it's a big report like ours, then perhaps what we were doing is like prepare a list of the most interesting Findings from the report, the statistics or something that, again, could help them pinpoint to the products so that they don't have to read 60 pages on their own because they would not do that. Yeah, like learning from them, but also making their job easier for them and making sure they are aware of what's going on. And yeah, I think uh, overall, yeah, it's all about like transparent communication uh, and like being very specific and clear. Um, and yeah, and making just things easier for people because they're all busy, they have their work going on. And like, unless you go an extra mile and, you know, make like, yeah, make a summary or whatever it's needed for them, it might not work as well as you would hope it to. So much good information, so many good nuggets. Um, before I let you get out of here, you've shared a lot and given a lot of good advice, but maybe for any marketer out there that's kind of thinking more about how to integrate kind of content into their campaigns moving into uh, this year. What is like one final nugget or piece of advice that you'd share with them that you think is really important? Sure. Well, I mean, could it be a few things? (laughs) Yes, yes, please drop as many as you want. (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. So first of all, yeah, I would say something that we already mentioned. Uh, it's it's important to kind of um, adopt a mentality where you don't separate content from other areas, and you rather see it as the fuel that you know that you use to, um, yeah, to run different channels and campaigns. And that like content is something that you know, that will help you make any of those things better and more effective. Then also, well, al- always you know analyzing past performance to see, for example, what content performs better. Like for example, if you see that certain topics or specific content pieces or formats perform better, uh, you know you can use this content or this knowledge for the future. And then you would also have a more clear understanding of like which content formats and topics suit which stage of campaign, you know, which what things should go for awareness stages, which uh, which things should go for mid of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, etc. Yeah, and then also I would say always think what is the next step. Uh, so let's say thinking of uh, integrating content in different um, different workflows and different campaigns. Always try to think, like design this journey, like think of um, what is the next step the user should should be taking after they interact with every content piece. And then how do you get them to this step? And then finally, I would say in general, well, when doing integrated campaigns, for example, I think it's it's important to kind of keep the big things in mind, you know, uh, thinking about like the overall visual like creative content or messaging that you have you know before you start doing anything and like keeping the specific audiences in mind and like how can you tackle those challenges that this audience is facing and then like what kind of content would help them do that at which stage in which format and so on and so forth yeah i would say those are the main things man this was good you you should all go check out that piece 2023 Guide to Content Distribution. Margarita, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your knowledge. Really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much. And also for the audience, uh, this state of content marketing report that I was just talking about, uh, we are going to publish the 2023 version in February. And well, it has lots of useful things and data, which you can use for your own content marketing. So look out for it and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Awesome. We will be looking out for it. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Make sure you check out that 2023 guide to content distribution that she wrote. I love it. So good. Says all the right things. And hopefully you learn something or two about integrating content into your campaigns. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back more modern day marketer on the other side. Thank you.